to How to Grow a Million Dollar Business. Today I have a very special guest, and I'd love to introduce you to her. Her name is Kathleen Connell. Kathleen Connell was California State Controller from 1995 to 2003. She is currently president of the Connell Group, an investment advisory firm located in Washington, D.C. Dr. Connell is the director of Corporate Directors Enterprise Program at the UC Berkeley Haas Graduate School of Business and also teaches international finance. Her weekly column, MoneyWise on personal finance and investments appears in the Christian Science Monitor. Among the topics she has addressed are women's investments, college financing, credit card debt, devaluation of the housing market, retirement shortfalls, and working beyond 70. Dr. Connell has been an investment banker in New York and Los Angeles and served as the trustee of CalPERS and CalSTRS for eight years which together comprise the largest pool of retirement assets in the world. She was honored by Smart Money Magazine as one, of, as one of 30 smartest people in investing and is also the author of Moving Up to Millions, The Life Calculator Guide to Wealth. In this session, Kathleen will share the five strategies to millionaire status, the four rules of financial security, what the life calculator is, and how we can use it in our own lives and more. Welcome, Kathleen. Thank you so much for your invitation. Oh, my pleasure. I'm just delighted to have found you and that you are willing to be here today. And um, Are you ready to get started? Absolutely. Wonderful. So tell us, how did you become interested in the world of finance and retirement? Well, I, I come from a finance family. Uh, I had a mother who uh, worked for a bank, which was unusual in my generation to have a mother working full-time in a professional capacity. And my father uh, did uh, a great deal of financial estate planning for clients. So I, I heard the conversation around the dining room table. My parents were very thrifty. Uh, they, you know, they encouraged us to save part of our allowance and so I, I grew up with a sense of, of the dollars and cents of running your life. And so when I met, went into graduate school and decided to select a major, it just seemed automatic that I would pick finance. Right. Well, that makes total sense. Wow, that had to be interesting, having your mom um, being a working mother at a time when um, that was definitely not the norm. Well, and I think that that role model also uh, has uh, shed light uh, for me on the importance of uh, balance between family and career because she was able to do it all and almost seamlessly. So I never had a question that there was a, uh, an issue for a working woman. Well, you were very lucky to have such a wonderful role model, especially early in life, because I'm sure that it helped you to achieve the success that you have in your own life. And that's absolutely true. Now, I was motivated to move into the field of personal finance uh, as a result of my role on the uh, PERS and STRS boards, which are uh, California um, Public Employment Retirement System and California um, State Teachers uh, Employment Retirement System. Uh, together, they are the, as you said, the largest pool of assets uh, anywhere in the world for investment. And uh, even though we're investing uh, money for our beneficiaries, of which there are well over a million uh, in uh, their defined benefit plans, we're finding that many of them still have shortfalls at retirement, that they still don't have enough dollars. So I was uh, persuaded by several of my colleagues uh, on these boards to write a book 
to help people uh, deal with the reality of how they manage their own finances and how they uh, make up for those retirement gaps that they experience. So then, that, so obviously that was what motivated you to re- write the book. So what, what exactly is the life calculator and how can we use it in our own lives? Well, I found that the problem with books uh, is that they're not interactive and that people want to really put in their own information, apply it to uh, the discussion that uh, an author brings to the table on finances and, and, and find out what the result is if they change um, certain actions in their life. So I created what is called the Life Calculator. The Life Calculator is an online program available to users that, that allows you to put in uh, your own financial information and tells you instantly what the best decision would be if you uh, were to uh, have additional money. Should you save it? Should you pay off debt? Uh, you know, how much money do you need for your retirement given your particular lifestyle? Um, what is your retirement shortfall? Uh, how can you best finance your, uh, your child's college education? What are some considerations in terms of selecting uh, a state to retire in? All this information is online. There's over uh, 100,000 pieces of information that are included as part of the database on the life calculator, and it's all updated. So it's, very, uh, it's one-stop um, you know, shopping, basically, for financial information. It gives you quotes, uh, daily quotes on the markets. Uh, it gives you information on mortgages. It tells you uh, how to handle uh, you know, issues of caregiving. Um, uh, it helps you uh, figure out uh, how you're going to finance a new baby in the family. So it's really it's a, it's a life cycle um, support system. Wow. And so you can put in, plug in different scenarios and you can come up with um, something that would be unique to your own situation as far as the results or the outcomes. Well, in fact, that is what is the most uh, uh, specific uh, advantage of the life calculator. It is the only uh, product on the market that enables you to do what I call what-if planning or what, what we as economists call Monte Carlo simulation. What that means is that you take any set of facts you apply them to your particular situation. You say, what would happen if I had a health care emergency at the same time that I found out I had to care for my aging parents? What does that do to my finances? What does it do to my retirement goals? Uh, what does it do to my ability uh, to put money in the bank uh, and, and save for uh, a specific financial goals that I might have? So it enables you to have a financial advisor basically online. And the advantage is that you can save this material or you can print it out and look at it at a later time. Wow. So it's something that you can keep going back to and revising as your life changes. And my goodness, just look at the last week. (laughs) Uh, The volatility in the market alone would have suggested that people needed to go back and look at their own portfolios and revise their assumptions because everyone uh, had an impact as a result of what happened in the market last week. Everybody's portfolio was affected. And even if you didn't own stocks, you were affected in some way because somehow those stocks affect your other parts of your lives. So absolutely. Not I only think a question it's... of stocks. Look what happened to mutual funds last yeah. week. Yeah. I mean, those were supposed to be safe instruments. I mean, the mutual funds had just a uh, catastrophic week. Right. Um, treasury bills moved everywhere in the market last week. Um, muni bonds are beginning to have uh, great disruption in the market. So, no, it's every class of, of um, investment that was affected last week. It's a historic upheaval in the markets. And and I'd like to talk a little bit more about the community, if we could, in a few minutes. But I do have a couple other questions. Um, 
so, for instance, you mentioned that we could put in all these interesting or uh, relevant pieces of information about ourselves. What are some of the adverse events we might experience in life? Well, I actually rank them um, and in terms of the dollar impact on a person. Now, obviously, it matters a great deal, Heidi, when these events occur and whether they occur individually or in multiple numbers. We certainly hope that no listener has the, um, you know, the, the misfortune of having multiple negative events happening at one time, but oftentimes life comes in, in unplanned ways with very negative experiences. The, the most expensive, um, uh, I call them the odds of disaster, by, by the way, and I assign probability to them. The most severe effects are uninsured health care costs, and you have a 61% odd of having that happen at some point in your, uh, your lifetime, and the result in loss of wealth is anywhere between 200 to 300,000 on average. It can go up to well over a million if you have catastrophic health problems that require operations and and uh, technical uh, support and you know, requires you to be in a hospital. And we're talking about uninsured health care costs here, things that your, your uh, insurance policy won't pick up. Uh, the second most expensive cost is assisted living uh, at a, a cost of 250000 to $350,000, uh, which is figured on the fact that you are likely to spend uh, five years in an assisted uh, care facility. Once you go into a, a facility, the average length of time that a person stays there is five years. So if you multiply the annual cost by five years of tenure, that comes up with the two hundred and fifty to $350,000 cost. Well, that's a, a tremendous blow to one's uh, retirement savings or to any savings. Uh, and you have a one in third chance of that happening. Uh, you have a, a 60% chance of having an underfunded pension. And let me tell you, in today's market, that number needs to be revised. Uh, that was prior to this last week in the stock market. I, I haven't gone back and reanalyzed what that number would be today. Wow. Uh, and then the uh, loss of job is less significant, only uh, uh, 12%, one out of eight basically will have that happen. And that can be uh, uh, ranging from two hundred dollars to $300,000. And then finally, disability. And I really want to emphasize on this webcast the importance of people looking at disability insurance. You need to have some form of disability insurance because one out of four Americans are going to become disabled at some point in their, their life, a little bit over one out of four, and the costs are much higher than people expect, somewhere between fifty to $300,000 to $400,000, and that's temporary disability. If you have permanent disability, obviously it, it, it's, it affects every aspect of your life. Wow. Well, these are all things to keep in mind, and I think that un- oftentimes until we face them, we don't even look at those issues. Well, it's you so know. easy, uh, particularly women. I've written two uh, columns the last two weeks. I've dedicated my column, Money Wise, at the Christian Science Monitor, to women and to women as uh, you know, heads of households who have to, uh, you know, women now are, are contributing uh, larger amounts of their household net worth, uh, about 35% of all the net worth uh, uh, of American households is now coming from uh, working parents or working moms, uh, and uh, they are increasingly uh, significant in the investment market. So I have dedicated um, two columns to the particular needs of women. And I want to strike a note here on, uh, on this webcast that women 
need disability insurance as much as men, even if they're not currently holding a job. Because if you have to go out and replace these skills that a mother uh, and, and a homemaker um, brings to a family, the costs are exorbitant. And then you will finally have some appreciation of the dollar value uh, that that set of skills and responsibilities represents. Oh, yeah, just to get someone to come in and cook for you or clean for you. That costs more than some men make in their, in their, uh, in their um, you know, income. Well, not to mention the child care or the elderly care yeah, that that person yeah. may well be providing as well. Yeah. Amazing. So in addition to disability insurance, and not to make light of it because I agree with you 100%, it's so important, can you give us some other examples of how we can plan for and overcome some of these life events? Well, can I go through what I call the four rules of financial um, uh, wealth, which I think are very, very important? Absolutely. They're they're kind of basic. They're they're four rules of how you you create millions or how you even, you know, stay afloat in today's market. And they're really very simple. Uh, When you stop to think about them, they're not complicated. You don't need to have a background in finance to uh, apply them. Uh, so they can have immediate value in your life. One is, is own your future. And that, what that means is that you need to be in charge of your own personal um, events in life. Everybody has experiences that happen to them that they can't control. Uh, you know, I highlight in my book a couple who lost their jobs in uh, the Enron bankruptcy, and they lost their pensions at the time. They had to make a tough decision to sell their home and move to a less expensive um, uh, community. They had to find jobs all over again. I highlight another family that uh, was, uh, she was employed in a uh, hotel position. He was a construction person. They had their parents suddenly uh, have to move in with them. Uh, So they had three elderly parents living with them at one point. They had to make decisions on how they were going to finance that. Uh, They had to defer their their, uh, retirement. This is what I mean about owning your future. When these events happen, you have to be prepared to respond. The worst thing that can happen is if you sit there with the glare of headlights in your eyes and stall in making decisions because stalling can cost you money. And you need to take actions when, when there are negative things that occur in your life. Uh, the second rule is focus on reducing risk. And certainly this rule would be paramount over the last few weeks. It's so, so important to not put yourself at risk in a volatile uh, market situation, to uh, you know, put yourself in a situation where you're focusing on getting 2% higher return, obviously, and losing the principal was, was a bad decision, wasn't it, Heidi, for a lot, of, a lot of Americans. A lot of Americans went through this last week nervous, anxious, and scared about what the future was going to hold, but they didn't lose millions or they didn't lose hundreds of thousands because they were conservatively uh, invested. For those who took higher risks, uh, they ended up paying uh, the price in a, in a volatile market. So you need to focus on reducing risk, and what that means is look at your portfolio, realize you want to maximize return, but you always want to have uh, sufficient dollars in conservative investments and in savings to deal with your pensions, you know, you know, your, your retirement requirements, your health care, and your emergency savings um, needs. Um, the third argument that I make is make time your ally. If you don't focus on compounding interest, you lose. If you take your money and you put it in the mattress today because you're afraid that the markets are going to rob you of your uh, investment principle, you are not 
going to be able to retire. Let me repeat that. You will not be able to retire. And the reason that that occurs is inflation. Cost of living is continuing to go up. So if you took $100,000 today and put it uh, underneath your uh, carpet, it's not going to be worth $100,000 15 years from now when you need to pull it out and use it for some type of expense. So you need to find a way of getting some return on that money, take some exposure in the market, try to make sure that it's balanced in terms of your lifestyle and your needs, but you need to invest. You can't just uh, sit there and, and, and uh, do nothing. That's what I mean by making time your, your ally. And then finally, you need to master change. If you go through a divorce, if you end up having new children, you add on a family member, uh, if you um, had to... Uh, look at your real estate property and realize that it's devalued and, and you can't pay your mortgage, then you need to master that change. Uh, life isn't static, and your financial plan needs to respond to the changes in your life, and uh, you need to revise uh, where necessary. Excellent. Wow. That's a lot to digest in <laughs> in a few minutes. So then um, would this tie in with the five strategies to millionaire status? Absolutely. They're almost a repetition. I mean, I'm, what I want you to do is to, to get this game plan in your mind and, and, and just employ it just kind of automatically. Uh, when something happens to you, just say, okay, I know exactly what Kathleen said. The number one thing you need to do in today's market, regardless of what they do on Wall Street, regardless of what they do with the bailout, is you need to maximize your 401K. That is absolutely essential. If you are employed, if you are fortunate enough as an employee to have uh, employer contributions, you want to maximize those contributions. Let me repeat that again. You want to maximize those contributions. What that means is that you need to make the necessary revisions in your budget so that you are putting the, the, the most amount of money in that you can get a dollar-for-dollar dollar match for. If your employer is going to give you a dollar-for-dollar dollar match, you squeeze somewhere else in your budget to make sure you have maximized that employer contribution. Um, second, you need to start early and compound those returns. Third, you need to, as I've said, protect against the downside risks, and that includes insurance risks, health care insurance, uh, life, care, uh, life insurance, disability insurance, car insurance. You need to buy those, those insurance uh, products so that you are protecting against the risks in your life. You need to have specific goals per decade, and this is very important. Our life uh, changes remarkably from decade to decade, and I go into this on, online. I go into it uh, extensively in the book, and you need to realize that you need to revise that life plan as you mature and as your family situation, employment situation changes. And finally, I emphasize this is very important today's uh, world where most of us are going to be working well beyond 70. You need to develop uh, career skills um, so that you can transfer to new employment opportunities as, as uh, you uh, change um, your career. And every one of us is going to change our career four or five times, minimum. And if you're in a Generation XY uh, population, you're probably going to change nine times. Wow. So then... Tell us a little bit more about your life calculator community. Tell us um, how we might get involved, some, some of the other um, benefits that there are in being in there, and anything you want to share with us. 
Well, I think the advantage of, of, uh, of the life calculator is, is that it's instantaneous. Uh, you instantaneously get the information that you want. If you were a member of the life calculator community over the last two weeks, you wouldn't have had to worry about whether your financial data was, was, um, was unbiased because you would have gone on, on, online and there the information was. You wouldn't have had to run around and, and try to figure out what the impact of, of these downturns were on your own personal portfolio. You wouldn't have had to try to find a financial advisor who probably wouldn't have had the time to call you back in a very busy market week. Uh, you would have been able to, uh, to make those uh, revisions yourself. And there's a tremendous comfort in knowing that you're in charge of your own life. So I think that's, uh, that's a very important part of the life calculator. Excellent. So how many people do you have currently, and uh, what are your goals for the life calculator community in the future? Well, now the life calculator community has various um, subcomponents uh, that are targeted financial products. Those financial products are being used by um, various um, groups themselves, insurance companies, um, some of the, um, uh, the, the career groups like the teachers uh, organizations have an interest, the Nurses Association has, a, has an interest, some retiree groups are, are using it at, on a very finite, um, specific basis to target what their own particular needs are. So it's hard to really define the community as one community. It's not a, it's not a singular community. It's really multiple nodes of a community. Uh, with each person having their own specific needs and, uh, and interests. In fact, that's the beauty of it, really, Heidi, is that it can be uh, really um, amended and uh, absorbed in different ways, uh, articulated to meet the demands and the interests of a particular group. Excellent. And what's, how, what is the uh, URL? Uh, www.lifecalculator.net. And this week... And in fact, for the next couple of weeks, I'm featuring women investments. Um, each uh, period of, of time, I, I kind of change what the focus is on the uh, on the uh, the cover screen because I, I like to uh, be able to respond to particular articles I'm writing or, or needs that I sense in the market. And so that's what I am I'm um, really trying to uh, offer uh, recently. It's just all information that's that's focused on that particular demographic. Great. So tell us about your book, Kathleen, Moving Up to Millions, and how we can get a copy. Well, you can go on Amazon.com, our friendly uh, uh, book dealer. Um, <laughs> if you go on like, www.lifecalculator.net, uh, you will see a, um, um, a profile of the book, and you, they will tell you exactly how you can click on um, a uh, URL uh, to basically um, order online. So you, you, you know, don't have to go off my site to order the book. It's right there. It's available for you. Great. Anything else you'd like to share about your book? No, I, I've got to tell you, I think it, uh, I have been told by people who pick up the book and read it, people like yourself who have interviewed me, that it's the, it's the uh, most user-friendly financial book uh, that they can find. I think what's unusual about it is that I wrote it from the perspective of telling stories about people. And as you read the book and you read their stories, you get engrossed in the financial challenges that they've had. You see how they have been able to create um, uh, a strategy to move beyond the immediate challenge. And you say, if they can do it, so can I. I think it's very empowering in the sense of bringing in those personal stories. Uh, it, it obviously is then complemented by a highly technical 
uh, database of of the um, of the life calculator online. So I think it's a, it's a very nice combination. Wonderful. So tell us, what's the one piece of advice you'd like to leave with our listeners today, Kathleen? Uh, don't panic. Absolutely, do not panic in today's market, uh, and uh, do something um, irrationally. Um, you don't want to exit investments. This is not a time to be a seller. I don't think personally it's a time to be a buyer. Um, I would I would sit there and make sure, with the exception of those of you who are listening to this, um, who might be in CDs. I would urge you, and I've written columns after column on this, that you check your CDs and make sure that, that you don't have more that, uh, than that $100,000 in a CD because you're not covered if a bank goes, uh, goes, uh, closes down. Um, so you want to make sure that you don't lose any of your principal investments. So that's one thing that I would do. I would sit there, I'd observe the market, I'd educate myself to what's going on. I'd talk to as many people as I can about the financial world. I'd start watching the news at night. Um, you know, just be aware of what's going on. This bailout plan is not clear at this point, so don't put a lot of hope into what Congress is going to do. You need to, you need to observe uh, the changes that are going to occur over a longer period of time than just this next week. Great. So what's next for Kathleen Connell? Well, I am, I'm doing a, a great deal of speaking, obviously, a lot of uh, the radio shows, uh, and I'm, I'm, I am um, very, very busy in my role at Berkeley. I am a member of the faculty at the um, Berkeley uh, Business School and uh, lead a center there. So I'm, I'm continuing to be involved in education at the highest levels and uh, am busy uh, in uh, sitting on corporate boards. Wonderful. Uh, Kathleen, how can our listeners contact you? Uh, probably the best way to uh, contact me is uh, right through the Life Calculator. There, it has a direct uh, connection to me. You just click on it, and I get your, your, um, your information immediately. You can dialogue with me that way. So I would urge uh, listeners to go on www.lifecalculator.net, and it, it, it uh, gives you an opportunity to, uh, uh, to blog or to, to leave a message for me. Kathleen, it has been an honor to have you today. I want to thank you very much. 